0: Welcome to the show, sports fans. This is the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, where we talk District 3 activities week in, week out in the state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined by our District 3 resident and expert, Logan Green. Yo, what's up, Logan? What's going on? Hey,
1: Brandon. Good, man. Not much. Um just a little crazy that we're already down to uh, the end of the season, right? We've got district starting and I, mean, I was talking to somebody and I said, Hey, you know, cause I do uh, the advertising stuff here. And uh, I was talking to somebody saying, Hey, you know, it's state tournaments. I mean, I, you know, I start, I need your stuff, you know, all cute and silly, but then I'm like, no, I, I need it. It's, it's in two and a half weeks. Um, I mean, or yeah. So I mean, three weeks, right? Like three weeks from today, there will probably be a state football tournament game, and state volleyball will have started. Um, yeah, just crazy that it's that it's right here.
0: I'm not sure I'm ready for it. We've uh, <laughs> to to borrow a phrase, we've gotten to the pointy end of the stick, Logan. <laughs> it's, it's, coming,
1: start... it's coming. It's <laughs> coming. Yeah, it's gonna start. Jamming. But it's always it's always the funnest. Part of the year i think right is when you get down i think the beginning is very fun but then uh, you know there's excitement and but then when you get here it's it's uh you've got the best teams left standing and, and that's always makes it the competition a lot better when you're you're fighting for a trophy at the end
0: that's right well <clears throat> we talked about on last week's show the postseason has arrived uh postseason golf we kind of recapped all the district golf action from last week state golf is coming up friday and saturday we're recording this on Thursday, October 5th. So next week, we'll have a full recap and rundown of what happened at the state golf tournaments. Again, the 4A state golf tournament is at the University of Idaho Golf Course in Moscow. 5A state tournament for golf is at the Lewiston Country Club. And we will have the full recap of all of that action on next week's prep cast logan but now the other sports are starting to get involved in the postseason as well district soccer action started over in east idaho on tuesday um it starts in the treasure valley kind of starting tonight and tomorrow night in some places but yeah postseason soccer has arrived as well
1: yeah i mean we've already got district soccer that's um gonna kick off i mean friday there's a lot of district soccer here at least in the 5a uh, boys tournament pretty much you know anybody that's in that play-in match is gonna play there and then uh the other games will start on Saturday. So this weekend gets hot and heavy here in the Treasure Valley.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, so if you are watching the video version of this prep cast on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, first of all, hit that like button and uh, share this if you would. So other people can find it a little easier. But also, uh, I'm going to be sharing the brackets up on the screen so you can see exactly what's happening, especially with that 13-team 5A SIC. It'll be very helpful. If you're listening to this on idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, uh, it's all good. You can follow along. We have all the district tournament brackets on our homepage at idahosports.com. I, I shouldn't say we have all of them. We, we have most, most of them. We have most. We do not have yet the 4A um District three bracket. So hey, any uh any four A soccer people out there that are listening, you know, Bishop Kelly, Caldwell, wherever you're at. Hey, if you could send me those brackets, that would be excellent. I'll get them up on the website, idahosports.com. So uh I will go ahead and share my screen, Logan. Let's start in girls' soccer because that actually gets started well today. Yeah, today, right? Yeah, let me. Let me double check this. Paul Kingsbury, our boss, said he fixed the bracket, but he really put Thursday, October 6th, which is not right. (laughs) That is uh, because today is Thursday, October 5th.
1: So is it is it actually October 6th, or is it actually Thursday?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so you want a little behind the scenes of how things work here at Idaho Sports. Like this will be good. I'm, I'm going to peel back the curtain here, Logan, a little, <laughs> yeah. little behind the scenes. So I uh, I put all the district brackets up on the website uh, and and get them ready to go, and then Paul comes in if there's, like, things that get changed you know dates or times or whatever he kind of comes in and and corrects that um and so he sent me an email going hey i corrected the 5a girls soccer bracket the dates and times changed and so i i said okay cool sounds good and now i'm just looking at it really in depth for the first time and so i'm like oh okay let me let me actually see (laughs) yeah friday october 6th okay
1: so so starts to so same day so boys and girls um pretty much everybody's playing tomorrow yes
0: so um that's good behind the scenes um because i'm sure paul did this at like two o'clock in the morning (laughs) like that's the other thing too logan you and i are he does his
1: best work is two in the morning
0: yeah more behind the scenes because people you know I don't think people really know a ton about you know how we operate here. Uh you and I are more morning people. We kind of work during the day and then at night, you know, we're asleep. Paul's kind of the
1: opposite. He's like, <laughs> he's like a night owl. He <laughs> he is. He likes to work at night. And that's uh you know, some people work great. I you know I, other places I've worked too. i I had a boss trying to um get me on a conference call at, at, at 11 o'clock at night, and I said, No, I'm not doing that. I'm not, <laughs> that's not okay. So, but uh no, it's just, people are just different, right? They just, and so it is funny. There are different people on our team.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of, one of my friends from high school, his wife uh, works for a f- uh, telehealth company, um, but they're based in australia so she's having meetings at like you know 10 o'clock at night sometimes and stuff so yeah it's kind of interesting yeah Um, okay i've got that bracket fixed now this has been really thrilling podcasting for people that are listening um all right so here is the 5a sic girls soccer bracket logan uh first round or the play-in matches i should say start Friday, October 6th, Owyhee and Rocky Mountain will host the play-in matches, and then Rocky and Mountain View will host the double elimination tournament, Logan. So right away, who got buys? The top three seeds, Boise the one, Timberline the two, Owyhee the three. They all got buys into the double elimination portion of the bracket. And so you have, and, and we should mention, Logan, Typically, there are 13 teams in the 5ASIC, but because Nampa decided to play an independent schedule this year, and we talked about that a little bit at the start of the season, uh, this is only a 12-team bracket. So really, the top four seeds got buys. Eagle, the number four seed, also got a buy into mm-hmm. that double elimination part of the bracket. So what are the matches? You've got number eight, Bora, against number nine, CUNA. Number six, Mountain View against number 11, Capital. Number seven, Middleton taking on number 10, Centennial. And number five, Rocky Mountain just missed out on getting the bye. They will play the 12 seed Meridian. First thoughts when you look at this
1: bracket, Logan. Um, Whenever I look, you know, you look at the top and say, uh, is anybody going to beat Boise? I think that's the main question. (laughs) Um, And and, and with the bracket, and you can always, you know, you can do it chalk, and that's the boring talk, right? but I like to look over here at the play in and say who out of the play in do I think can make a run. And if I had to pick one, I'd say Rocky, right? I think Rocky, if anybody can make a run that Rocky might be able to do it right. They, a little no pun intended, a little Rocky season for them um, compared to usual. And they were right in the thick of things last year. And, you know, sometimes teams just have a couple of bumps and I, and, and Rocky's just the type of team that I think can figure it out at the end of the season and make a run. So I would watch out for them if you're looking for somebody in the play in round to make a run, watch out for Rocky.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty incredible what Rocky's been able to do because they suffered a couple of season ending injuries to like important players really mm-hmm. before the season even started. And so they were kind of dealt a shorthand right out of the gates. Um, and so to see what they've been able to do and and overcome that adversity has certainly been impressive. Um, you know, I'm looking at Mountain View as the, the sixth seed there, Logan. They went five and five and one in league play this year. Um, they played a lot of these teams that are above them really tough. I mean, they lost to Eagle two nothing, they lost to Timberline one nothing, they lost to Hawaii one nothing, they lost to Rocky two nothing. So, I don't know. We, we talk about this a lot, especially in the postseason. It seems like in soccer, you can lose to all these teams in the regular season and even get, you know, behind the eight ball for 95% of the match. But if you, yeah, if you have a five minute stretch where you're on the aggressive and you find your way into the back of the net, all of a sudden you could be moving on. So I would say keep an eye on mountain view as well. That, that number six seed also, but
1: yeah, I think it was at state in three, a a couple of years ago, it was like the seven seed and the five seed were in the championship. Something like that. Like the one and the two didn't even make it to the consolation final. Like they lost it. it just a, Anything can happen.
0: (laughs) That's right. Um, From this tournament, Logan, four teams will definitely get in with the potential of it being six. The fifth and sixth place teams will play state play in matches. Fifth place team will play the the runner up from the East and the sixth place team will play the runner up from the North. Um, There was a little bit of crossover this year. Um, For example, Madison tied for second along with Thunder Ridge over in the east. And Madison played uh, for example, Timberline earlier this year and and battled them to a zero zero draw. Uh they lost to Rocky by just a goal, three to two. So if it's Madison in that play in match, I mean it's not a guarantee you're gonna win there. I think up north is an easier path. I think there's right. an actual easier path for the second pl- or the sixth place team rather than the fifth, but
1: yeah, yeah, the play-in game with the East Idaho team, it always is in every sport, it seems like. It's just, you know, they that conference is smaller um, in terms of teams, and so, you know, their third-place team is is probably on par or maybe better than your sixth or seventh over here.
0: Yep. and, and honestly, I, I'm not even sure who gets that second spot out of the North. Lewiston won the league title, but Coeur d'Alene and Lake City also look very good. Lake City, of course— uh you know was the number one seed last year at state and so uh, they lost a couple of high-powered players off that team and they took third in their league standings this year but i would say you know just keep an eye out for lake city as well they lost in the uh, semi-finals last year to centennial one nothing very famously so i don't know it should be a fun bracket i i think i'll, I'll predict five five treasure valley teams make it what do you what are you going with
1: yeah i would do the, you know the 4 here the one play in and then yeah i i think that that's a good n- number i'm just going to make it easy and agree that I don't <laughs> think there's anything to argue with there
0: <laughs> yeah you're so agreeable logan okay so that's the 5 ASIC girls let's go to the 5 ASIC boys bracket logan these matches also start on friday october 6th uh this is a true 13 team uh, nobody planned independent schedules or anything like that. So only the top three seeds get buys. That would be Rocky Mountain, the number one, Timberline, the number two, Boise, the number three. And we, we talked about this league a lot during the regular season and how bunched it was at the top. Um, those top three, I mean, Timberline and Rocky both went 10 and one and one. Rocky wins the quote unquote tiebreaker, which means Timberline gets put on the same side of the bracket as Boise. So Uh, that to me is where the conversation starts with that top three.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, you look down the list and there are a lot of teams. I mean, even to the middle where Bora only lost twice in conference, Eagle with three Centennial with three, um, there's a lot going on. And I think there are a variety of teams that, that could come out of this on top and, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, even we talked about it last week, a little bit that Bora only had the one conference loss, And we were, you know, saying, we'll, we'll see where they stack up. They've got to play Timberline the end of the week. They, lo- or they lost a Timberline on Monday, uh, five to zero, but you know, they had tied Rocky earlier. They tied a whitey earlier. Uh, so who knows, Brandon, you know, especially if you get a tie, right. They had five of those in the regular season. Um, it comes down, it goes to overtime, like one little mistake, it comes to a shootout and then who knows, you know, when it, when it comes down to it um, that's also a dangerous team in the tournament, just because of all the, I, I think the tie is a great equalizer here in soccer.
0: Yeah, it is very interesting for sure. So the play in matches will be held at Centennial, and Meridian, and then Centennial and Meridian will also host the double elimination portion. But your playing matches are number four centennial against number 13 Cuna. Number five, Eagle, against number 12, Nampa, number six, Bora against number eleven Capital, number seven, Meridian against number ten, Middleton, and the eight nine is a and Mountain View. So you like you kind of like Bora as your dark horse coming from the play. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's my dark horse. I think Timberline is is who I like to win it. Um but watch out for Bora. I think that they they could beat somebody they're not supposed to beat. Um quote by seeding, right? But they'll be a lower seed most of the way, if not the entire way uh throughout the tournament and you know, I just you just look at it and say they didn't lose a lot. They didn't that doesn't mean they won a ton, right? In terms of uh, the ties. But if, if you can battle to a, a draw, right, and get there where it's, you know, five shots and five shots, that it's anybody's game at that point. It doesn't, you can throw the records out the window.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll give you my dark horse. I'm going to say Owyhee at that number eight seed, Logan. I think they're lurking. Um, they have had some really close matches this year. They tied Bora tied everybody this year. They tied yes. Bora 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, they lost to Rocky uh by two, five to three. So that's your number one seed right there. They just on Monday in their regular season finale lost to Centennial, the four seed, but it was two to one. And so it was a very close match. I think a why he is They've done a lot of on-the-job training this year, and I think they're slowly starting to figure it out. It wouldn't surprise me to see why he'd knock off a team or two and, and get one of those bids. That's the team I'm keeping an eye on at the number eight slot. Um, how many teams get into state, Logan? Again, just like the girls. It could be as many as six, could be as few as four. Uh, over in East Idaho, did you have you looked at those standings? <laughs> it's nuts. I have not. Thund, thund, <laughs> Thunder Ridge went three and zero and three highland went two and zero and four madison went two and one and three so highland tied thunder both times and tied madison both times and thunder and madison tied once
1: (laughs) so it who knows what's going to happen over there
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah so um i will say highland and madison did host boise and rocky mountain um, for non-conference games earlier in the season, they they both got swept, but Highland only lost to Boise two to one, and lost to Timberline two nothing. So I would say Highland is maybe the more dangerous team there. Right. But uh, I think I think we'll see six get in.
1: Yeah, yeah, the four automatic and the two play-ins. That's definitely, uh, and, and that seems to be what happens every year. It seems to always be an SIC championship yes definitely for better or for worse right um and some teams you know will only you know you theoretically could make a run to the state championship and only play sic teams the whole time
0: that's right so we'll keep an eye on that for sure um let's drop to the 3a level like i said i don't have i don't have the 4a brackets yet so uh my apologies um let's start on the girls side snake river valley conference tournament logan The bracket is, for the most part, filled in here. Fruitland is the one seed. Homedale is the two. We are waiting still on three and four, and Payette is locked in as that number five. Uh, We were waiting on the last match of the season between Weezer and McCall Donnelly. They play tonight, Logan, Thursday the 5th, so we don't know who's going to go where. And, and actually it's Weezer playing Homedale. So if Weezer wins, I think they get that three seed. If they lose, they drop down to the four. So that's what we're waiting for right. there. But but the story here is Fruitland and Homedale, And we've talked about this a lot. Um, Homedale is a team that's kind of on the rise. Fruitland is the more established power here. And I, I still think McCall Donnelly is lurking in the shadows as well. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Um, Home Day, the, the, those two played earlier this week and home Day, It was a tie, right? You know, it was a draw. Homedale was able to tie it up. Um, well, actually, Fruitland tied it up late in that one. Um, could go yes, either sir. way, Brandon.
0: <laughs> yes. So, uh, Fruit, Fruitland and Homedale played on Monday night, Monday, October 1st. They battled to a one to one draw. Um, And it was, you know, it was scoreless at halftime. It took us into the second half. Jackie Zavala scored for Homedale in the 63rd minute. And then, um, you know, the match is only 80 minutes long, Logan. And so Fruitland had one nothing, gets the equalizer from Riley George with just two minutes to go in the
1: 78th minute. (laughs) And that's that's a, you know, backbreaker if you're Homedale and a huge, huge sigh of relief for Fruitland. But I think that just proved that Homedale's here, right? And I and I think that they're going to be a problem, not just in the conference tournament, but uh, maybe at state as well. That they're and, they're going to be a factor to deal with.
0: And this is important because uh, only the district champion is guaranteed a spot at state. Now, second place has a chance to get in via a play-in match, but and and I would feel good about either one of those teams in yes. a play-in match, but.
1: But um, you don't want to put yourself in that position. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. The the runner up would have to play the runner up from up north district one two and so you're talking about you know timber lakes up there they're pretty decent quarter lane charter like what a quarter lane charter stubs their toe up north yeah and then districts you play them yeah. yeah that's that's tough man i don't know that's you definitely want to win that district tournament if you can we'll keep an eye on it um the first round of matches are on saturday october 7th uh and it'll be payette against either weezer or mccall donnelly uh on the boy side logan it is all locked in mccall donnelly the one payette the two fruitland three weezer four ambrose five ambrose and weezer will play in a play-in match saturday at 12 30 payette and fruitland are, are set for a semi and the winner of weezer and ambrose will get to play the vandals and the other semi but to me this is all about mccall donnelly
1: yeah i think that's the way it's been all year and i think that that's exactly how it's going to go down this year that the 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 vandals have a chance to make a run at state uh this year as well and and again just uh tough that you know you definitely want to get that one auto bid right you want to make sure you win that and you get the bid and you don't have to worry about playing a saturday play-in game
0: yeah, the Saturday play-in game here on the boys' side uh would be against the third place team from district four, Logan. So you're talking about more than likely Buell, probably. Um, maybe it could be so Kimberly is undefeated in that league. The cutthroats, right? Sun Valley Community School, they mm-hmm. took second. Um, but again, you know, let's say let's say the cutthroats slip at districts, and now you're having to play Sun Valley in a play-in match to go to yeah. state. That's tough, man. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Not what you want. Not what you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but McCall Donnelly um had a great regular season. And um they check into districts with an overall record of eight and two and two. That's that's pretty darn good. Um yeah. they went five and two and one in league play and well in what was a pretty balanced conference this year. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But that's uh that's the district soccer action, Logan. We'll have district volleyball brackets for you kind of starting next week. And of course, we're making that slow march towards the football postseason as well, Logan. I, I was uh I I was in the lab all day yesterday compiling <laughs> yeah. the the bracketology. I finally came up for error around four o'clock and got it done. But um it, it, the the initial exercise was kind of interesting. There were some outliers in the data, of course, because not everybody has even started conference play yet, but over these next three weeks, we're going to find out a lot. I thought we could just go kind of classification by classification and talk about kind of big picture things that we saw, but
1: yeah. um, You know, a lot of it I think is very, like you said, there's a lot of outlying stuff that might not happen um, and, and and things are going to change. But I think generally it's a pretty good representation of what we're gonna see. I think the five A SIC again. You just went off of off of Max Preps rankings, uh, and I, I I think we if there's any movement that's gonna happen, it's gonna be in that that league just because of how many people are beating other people. And somebody I I, I feel that somebody's gonna have an auto bill bid. What in their mind view, it's gonna get stolen. Um, and just think like Middleton, right? You've got them down as because they're going to finish third more than likely. Right. And they will play the the four on the other side, which I think right now is Bora. And you've got it. Bora winning that game based on max prep rankings. Um, you know, somebody in there, I, I feel like a four or a five in that Rivers division could it, that, that that they're gonna be a good team and it's gonna be hard for them to I don't know what I'm trying to say that that it's very possible that you could see one of them pull an upset right over a Rocky Mountain if it got to that position.
0: So the big change this year is in the years past, that last 5A at-large bid was always given to the team with the highest winning percentage against 5A opponents. That has been changed this year, too. We're just going to give it to the team with the highest max preps ranking. Um, and because of that, that always favored those Boise schools because they get to fill out their schedule with pretty much exclusively 5A opponents, while East Idaho, North Idaho, they've got to play a lot of the 4A schools yeah. that are that are around. So yeah. it always it always benefited the state of aid now i'm just kidding a bit benefited yeah. those boise schools um so it's a little different this year and i'll say looking at the initial um max preps rankings um madison was ranked higher than i thought thought they would be it, it's actually very close between madison and middleton for that at large spot and if you change the data let's say middleton would win that game against bora this is all hypothetical stuff yeah yeah um Bora would get that at large still, but again, Madison is very close. They're they're right there, and so I guess if you are if you're a Treasure Valley fan, I still think that at large spot is going to go to a team from District Three. But if you want to be certain, you got to start cheering for Madison to to bite the dust hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, I mean, they do play Rigby um, yeah. and Highland. And, and here's the here's the thing. Yeah, it's like you look at that Highland game, and that that's going to be tough. It's tough for anybody, right? Um, it, and the thing is, uh, the way that the SIC performed out of conference, it, it bodes well, right? Meridian went and beat Highland. Rocky went and beat Coeur d'Alene. Thunder Ridge came over here and got beaten by Middleton, right? The 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 SIC holds the wins out of conference right now, um, and I think in terms of rankings, you know, Madison. What if they what if they pull an upset over a Rigby, right? Let's let's say they all, you know. Highland beats Rigby and Madison, but then Madison beats Rigby. Where does that fit in? You know.
0: Uh, Well, if if that happens, uh, then you're looking at Madison taking that auto bid. Rigby would be ahead of both Middleton and Bora. So it's
1: it's like what if? But how far would they fall if they have a lot? There's just too much to to play into that last (laughs) spot. The, The key thing is just win. Right, and and there's no doubt. I like you said. I'm I'm pretty confident. But here's the thing: if it's if let's just say it's Rocky that loses. Let's say uh, who did you have them playing in their their cross match? Um, Rocky Rocky. would play. uh, They
0: would play Cuna.
1: Okay, so let's just say Cuna storms in there and pulls an upset. Right, Cuna gets the bid. I don't think that knocks Rocky off uh in terms of where they would be right. I think they still they all right. of a sudden get it. So if there is an upset that that would also that would not be good for East Idaho. Um but over here it wouldn't make too much of a difference. If if you're one of those t- top teams, if you're a, a Mountain View, a Boise, you're probably okay even if you get upset. Um, and that would also change everything for a team that's in the middle that lost and they were you know quote counting on that that at-large bid
0: yep um okay for a uh there's two auto bids available from district three and then there are eight at-large bids available um bishop kelly skyview i think you can pretty much lock in those two as the auto bid winners uh the only other team that we had in the field from district three was emmett and emmett would be so and and again they seed them one through 16 Bishop Kelly would be the two seed. If the playoffs started today, Skyview would be the seven Emmett would be the 11 and they would have to travel to Shelley for the opening round. I th- I think this is right. I think there's only three teams that probably deserve to get into the playoffs. Columbia is very close, but man, that loss to Valley view is really going to come back and hurt them. So,
1: yeah. And, and, you know, Valley view got beat by Burley, who is sitting at that 16th spot. And you, you know, that's going to hold them that that's going to hold that spot. And, you know, the computer is going to look at that and say, ah, you didn't beat the 16 and you lost to a team that lost to the 16. Um, It's, it's going to, it's going to favor Burley in that. And, and, you know, they've got a really tough schedule in their conference um, as well. So, yeah, probably those three. That, that That's what's going to happen from the Treasure Valley.
0: I mean, basically 4A and 3A. 4A takes 16 of 24 to the playoffs. 3A takes 14 of 19. Like, if you yeah. didn't get in, like, you just got to do some internal reflection. Well, that's there.
1: what you th- – I mean, you wrote it in your thing, right? You, you have a look in the mirror because March Valley is in right now, and they are 0-6. Yeah. So – if you don't get in 3A, it's your own fault. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, three auto bids available in, in 3A. Uh, I think it's set. Homedale, Weezer, McCall Donnelly. McCall Donnelly beating um, Fruitland two weeks ago. I think locked up that three seed. They played very tough against Weezer. Weezer won 20-7 to over McCall Donnelly last Friday. Um, but look at this, Logan. Three at-large bids available. Fruitland would get one of those right now at one in five because of the challenging schedule that they put yeah. together for themselves.
1: Yeah, and you know what? They they would play. They've got them at, playing at Timberlake in the first round, and that's one I don't. You know, I don't know if if Fruitland can't win. You know, I, they might be able to pull that one off. You know, McCall Donnelly uh, beat them, and Sugar Salem just went up and beat them pretty bad last week. Um, fruitland might be able we've seen it fruitland where they've they've had they've gotten in and gone on the road um and then beaten whoever they played sound like a couple years ago i was there they played kimberly in the first round and they took care of business last year i think it was at snake river that they went over and played and and took care of business over there they they are used to going on the road in the first round because the, the the conference is so strong over here the srv is so you have the two of the top three teams in the state without a doubt in Homedale and, and Weezer and, and McCall Donnelly now throw them into the mix that it you have one of the toughest schedules in the state. And when you play somebody that's finally in the middle and not at the top, Uh, you know what, you, you've been prepared for that. So Fruitland, if they get in, I would watch for them to get a win, even if it's against one of those top teams.
0: Yep. Two A. All that's guaranteed is your district champion, um, which you know I think is going to be Melba. For our projections, we had Nampa Christian only because Nampa Christian is two and zero, and Melba's one and zero. That'll, of course, even out. Um, but there are six at-large bids available, and I think. Regardless, Melba or Nampa Christian gets one of those at-large spots. Coal Valley just misses out on the cut line, and Marcin actually is uh, uh, slightly ahead of Cole Valley Christian in, in the max preps ranking, so Marsing just misses the cut as well. The wrinkle here, Logan, is that no league can get more than three teams into the playoffs. You can't take more than two of those at-large bids, so there's actually a team in East Idaho, Malad, right now yeah. that – because there's so many teams ahead of them in their own conference, uh, they won't get in, which favors teams from district three. It favors teams from district six up North. So,
1: and, and we've seen this before where teams that, you know, are not getting in that finished second or third in their conference to a last place team in district five, like a a, a Malad or an American falls who has two wins on the season, but a team over here has five and they don't get in just because of that ranking. Now, traditionally historically how has that gone yeah, that those teams typically have won those games um and it, it's been accurate um but this year it's a little different melba went and got the job done which by the way <laughs> the media poll who's I... voting in that thing how okay i'm gonna stamp it brandon and i know you're probably you see again the media people you know you're not looking at at East Idaho scores if you're uh, in Lane and, and vice versa, right? Who is voting to put North Fremont in front of Melba? They need to stop it now. Th- that is ridiculous. They beat them on the field of play. Stop it. Enough. Like
0: two weeks in a row,
1: I'm gonna stamp. I'm gonna claim to that and say that is that is that's outrageous. If I'm Melba, I would I'd be. I'd be mad. Right. Again, it doesn't matter. Right. It's just a piece of paper and it's just people talking that don't actually have anything to do with the game. But if I was Melba, I wouldn't want to play them because I feel like they're just going to come out hot and say, Oh, okay. You guys, you don't think we're very good. I'm going to pound you and I'm going to show you that I'm good. So I think Melba's got a gripe.
0: I and I voted Melba ahead of North, North Fremont was my number one team in the poll. From the start of the year preseason all the way up until they lost. And since then I've had West Side one, Melba two, North Fremont three. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. And, I, and I, 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 I can't there's figure gonna it be out.
1: some shakeup there, right? Uh Declo plays West Side this week, and that's gonna rumble some stuff around. Declo's really yeah. good, Westside's really good. But Melba at, stop putting North Fremont in front of Melba. That's what <laughs> <laughs> if you're voting for that, stop it. I hear you.
0: Uh, one, what? Eight man's a little more cut and dried. 1A one D1 one, uh, is going to get two bids. They get two auto bids. Notice is going to win the conference. They're going to be your four seed overall. They're going to get a first round buy. They're going to get a home playoff game. Uh, it's going to be a nice deal for Notice. Who gets the second spot? I don't know. We've got Idaho City in there right now because they're one and zero. They beat Wilder last week. I think it ultimately will come down to the the final game of the season. Rimrock is going to play Idaho City. I picked Rimrock to win that game last year. Idaho City won. Uh We, I, I, I'm kind of leaning Rimrock again this year. I'll be honest, Logan. I don't know anything about Idaho City. We have we've reached out. We've tried to get info. We've tried to get a roster. But nothing. It's like Fort Knox up there. I have no idea what's going on in Idaho City, man. But we'll see.
1: And, and an interesting thing you put out there is there's 22 teams in 1A Division One, and uh, Wilder is 22nd, Idaho City is 20, and Rimrock's 19. So three of the bottom four are right here in District Three, and one of them is going to get a uh, is going to get a bid. And that is definitely a bid steal from a team that that's that's, I, it is what it is. A team that's better than them is going to sit at home while they go. So yeah, yeah.
0: no, no yeah. need to belabor the point point there. yeah, It, it is what it is. What a D two Logan three bids available. Uh It's going to come down to council garden Valley, tri Valley horseshoe bed. Those four are going to fight for the three bids. There's no at larges. So it really is going to be those four. So um, we're we're gonna find out because they all start to play each other now. So check this scenario out. Garden Valley is two and oh in conference play, but they wrap up with Horseshoe Bend, Council, and Tri Valley. There's there's a world where they lose all three of those games and they're out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And that they've looked very good. And in the rankings, they've been two second or third most of the season. I think a lot of people have Kendrick is the one, and they're the one, <laughs> and Camas <laughs> County has been the two. Um, but Garden Valley has been around that three or four mark most of the year. You know, they, Dietrich was around there and then Garden Valley beat Dietrich to start the year. And so Garden Valley, and I think they deserve to be in that spot, but they're going to have to prove it here. And, you know, we're going to see them two weeks in a row. We have two of those games on Idaho sports. Uh, we've got the the game this week, Garden Valley and Horseshoe Bend, which is going to play a factor and then next week, Garden Valley and council. So you'll be able to watch, some of those those games unfold here over the next few weeks
0: yeah horseshoe bend garden valley and tri valley all play each other over the final three weeks of the season and that's going to be very compelling stuff yeah. a, a good team is going to be stuck at home for the playoffs uh out of those three so we'll keep an eye on all of it for sure uh bracketology will be back next week updated bracketology based upon what happens this friday night and of course as we get closer and closer to the playoffs the the picture will become more and more in focus but Logan, postseason is here. I love talking postseason athletics with you.
1: Yeah, it's it's real fun. You know, lots of good stuff. I mean, this week we have a lot of games on our schedule that are going to factor postseason play, and so if you're ready to get a jump on it, we've got it right here. I mean, we've got uh, what do what we we've got? We've got a Whyhe and Cuna. Yeah, that's gonna that's going to settle some of that crossover match because both of those teams will be involved. Um, and then we've got the Horseshoe Bend against um, Garden, Garden Valley. Valley. I think it's the battle for the axe. They play for a, a, an axe. And so I'll be there. I'll see if I can get a picture of the winning team with the axe. That'd be awesome. Um, and and then I think, what do we have? Uh, then we've got the big one. Yeah. Homedale and Weezer, which there might not be a better game in the state this weekend, except for that one on Friday night, Homedale and Weezer right here on Idaho Sports.
0: And that is three really juicy matchups. he and CUNA Thursday night, October yeah. 5th. I don't even know who's playing on Thursday night football in the NFL, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't Owyhee matter. It's going to be better. Um, and then Horseshoe Bend and Garden Valley Friday at 3 uh, 30, because Garden Valley doesn't have lights on their field. So they kick off in the afternoon. And then Weezer and Homefield at 7 o'clock. Logan, you do this right. You could watch all three games pretty much uninterrupted. You,
1: I think you can. I don't think you don't have to time it right. You, you just can because I'm sure that game up there in Garden Valley, it starts at three thirty kick. It'll be over five thirty, you know, roughly. And then you can sit back and watch the, the Weezer Homedale game, which which if you're if you don't watch that, then that's that's your own fault. Cause it's gonna be a good game. It always is. Um and it's gonna tell us a lot, right, about the postseason, where where Homedale stands, where Weezer stands. And you know what I like about it is it's Sugar Salem. They don't have a game like this. I know that they played four A teams, but you know what? So did H- Homedale played. Uh, did, who did they play in uh, Pendleton a few weeks ago? Sam, Platt. Um, Sam You know they they played a four A team too. It's not it, it, you know it is what you, they beat them. They both won. I'm not I'm not cons- you know I don't look at that and say oh well, they they've been playing no weezer and homedale get to play one of the top three teams in their own division and they get that experience and sugar salem doesn't you know they're kind of it's unknown to them until they get to the state championship and win it like they do but it's it that does not you know they it's it's never it's not a blowout it's always close and i think it really helps one you know these these weezer and homedales and you know what more than likely it also, this game is for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yep, and a um, bye
0: in the first round.
1: Yeah, it's a huge game. It is one of the biggest postseason games that is out there because more than likely, the winner of this game, you know, they, they seem to play each other in the semifinals. We were there last year when these two teams played at home deal in the semifinals. So more than likely, if you win this game, you're at home and you get to host the team the the other team in the semifinals. That's just the way it has shaken out. And so you definitely want to win the game on Friday night.
0: Yeah. Homedale comes in on a nice little win streak here. I think they have won the last four matchup slogan, even, even in the championship year for Weezer. Let me, let me double check this. I don't want to be wrong, but one of
1: them, <laughs> one, one of them I, won the regular season and then somebody won the postseason matchup, I believe.
0: A, a, yeah. So that was in 2021 when Weezer won the title, they, they lost to Homedale in the regular season. So yeah. Yeah, they they have the last laugh ultimately. But, um, yeah, Homedale's on a nice little win streak in terms of regular season matchups for sure. So it should be a good at, it,
1: It's at Homedale, so, you know, y- y- you look at that and say Homedale's got the home <laughs> field advantage. But, um, man, I you know, it, it, it'll it be fun. I just don't know. Like, we we've seen them beat everybody they're supposed to beat. And so it's hard. It's always hard to gauge that, right? But then when they finally play each other, that one should be fun. That'll be a great game
0: definitely uh if you want to see the full schedule of games that we have on on uh tap for you this weekend just click on the game streams tab at the homepage at idahosports.com but we've got scores schedules brackets all the stuff you need you pretty much just got to check in every single day on idahosports.com all right thanks for tuning into the treasure valley Prepcast, everybody logan enjoy uh, garden valley on friday it's gonna be a good yeah. time
1: yeah it should be a fun game
0: all right well for logan green i'm brandon baney and we'll see you next time on idahosports.com